there lived a girl down the street with coffee skin and curly hair she loved the outdoors quick on her feet fiercely competitive but always playing fair i found her repair broken things chairs doors locks sometimes even broken wings a timid short-tempered introvert is the best way to describe her a past filled with mistakes and misjudgments but those moments of weakness don't define her come today a mechanical engineer in the corporate world juggling home while aspiring to climb the ladder struggling but happy thanks to beer and chocolate until the lockdown where it just got madder and that is the story so far of uma bhave from pune i welcome you all to this episode of 100 years dot in by radio room podcast my name is amar kulkarni and i am today in conversation with uma bhave welcome So hello everyone and I'm here welcoming Uma with me you just heard a little poetry about who she is but I think it's more interesting for all of us to listen uh, to the story from her itself so I'm going to welcome Uma to the show today to 100 years dot in and I'm going to start off with first asking the question what is Uma's story um so uh my story uh, like I said you know um curly hair shy little girl uh, grew up uh, uh, between a city and a, a little town had uh, i would say the luxury of growing up in a city and a town it gave me different experiences which i still carry to date um but as you grow up uh, sometimes it it um the ambition that a city gives you and uh, the contentment that a, a town life tries to give you your miserably torn between these two things right. as you grown up yeah so you can say right now at you know uh, around 35 yeah. i'm at that stage yeah. where i'm torn between, between my two. ambition and you know should i be content where i am today torn between where you come from and where you want to go absolutely okay. yes okay struggling in the corporate world okay trying to climb a ladder as everybody is right um but yeah i mean i'm i'm enjoying the journey i'm happy so far there have been many ups and downs in life certainly um but yeah no regrets okay sure no that's that's, that's an uh, awesome space to be in you know yes. when you have no regrets that means you've had a lot of fun doing that and when things were down you were learning yes. so that's a great story for yes. anyone to listen to right yes awesome awesome Good. I'm going to go right into the questions that we are otherwise asking everybody and the first question which is an interesting one for everyone what does india mean to you So india is a for me uh, is a melting pot of culture um of great uh, thinkers i mean it is it is a place where we have really people who really think into the future it's just that they don't come into the limelight as much they would they, that they would 
if they were in a european or a or a western setup mm-hmm. i think we have a, a bunch of really good thinkers mm-hmm. and uh, again india to me is young vibrant ocean of opportunities in front of them mm-hmm. but has to come out of uh, really petty caste based politics and caste based thinking that uh, is unfortunately prevalent even today mm-hmm. but i'm sure that in in a few generations to come that will get wiped off yeah yeah do you do you think that it getting wiped out is a natural progression of things or do you think we need to push in put some efforts for that to happen no i think it'll just naturally, it naturally just happen. just look at us Maybe. today right so this is a natural progression of uh, of things in yes. general yes oh that's interesting good and and we have about 27 years to look forward to the milestone that i'm setting everyone <laughs> 15th of august 2047 what's the india that you imagine on the morning of uh, 15th august 2047 this will seem i, I don't know, i mean you know the, this is a vision i had it might seem very strange to people mm-hmm. but uh, on that day or in that era yeah. i would see the richest of the people or the cream mm-hmm. of the society using public transport in india okay okay great so that's how i i look at india in that time wow i'm just making a note of that because it's sure, a very sure. interesting viewpoint symbolizes so much progress if mm-hmm. the if the powerful the rich and uh, can use public transport uh, it means things on both levels to me the way i understand it it's that the affluent have understood a lifestyle that's uh, different from what people think today and a system that facilitates exactly. that when people can afford luxury still to choose the, choose this means that level of luxury exists. yes fantastic that's a great thought <laughs> add more i want you to imagine more <laughs> what else do you imagine <laughs> um i think um, in that era again um this i mean maybe it might sound regre- regressive but uh, i i see india being the source of the best teachers mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. world uh the best philosophers to the world which has been india's legacy to the world i think not yep. many people know about it yeah yeah um yeah india as a source of best teachers hmm that's a very interesting one again philosophers i agree with that i think uh, somebody else also in one of the episode mentioned this uh, that this a depth of that knowledge that we can tap into again and it's not uh, and and frankly i don't think it's regressive in any way i think it's very progressive to know and acknowledge that for 5000 years or 2000 years or thousands of years we've had certain information which is uh, stored as knowledge but uh, we don't tap into it and exactly. i think if we can develop that to tap into it that would be great <laughs> <laughs> so rich people using public transport uh, india supplying the best teachers to the world yes. uh, philosophers coming back indian thinkers like you said yes. india's had a history so yes. reviving that i think that's a great vision to have uh, anything more you imagine for the 15th of august <laughs> uh-huh. well no i, I if if if, <laughs> if any thought pops into my mind i'll, I'll yeah. sure to okay. convey it to you but <laughs> okay. right now yeah this is okay. these amongst, are the two things amongst all the changes that you are able to think of when i asked you this question do you think there would be something that will be the biggest change like this one thing that you are very sure of saying okay this i think will change or also uh, maybe something that you think must change like if if india at 2047 if you can't imagine this will definitely change maybe there's something that you wish to change strongly what would that one thing be politics politics 
Okay, and you mean when you mean politics needs to change, you mean the way it is done, or um, you mean the system or the behavior? What what aspect of politics you would like to address when you say change? To say it in in the most crude manner possible. Right now, it's all mohalla politics. Okay, <laughs> it's the kind of politics that you would see goons and uncouth people doing on the street. That's okay, okay. So you mean to say you wish that it becomes more. Uh, sensitive to common man yes okay. and addressing real issues addressing rather real than issues. just you know okay. pulling okay. up things from the past and fighting okay. over okay. it okay okay so it should be what it's meant to and rather not what it is <laughs> yes that's a, i think that probably is on everybody's mind and i think everyone today understand looking at the current state of affairs in totality and not not just talking about where we are today uh if we've grown up anywhere in the last 25 years we've seen a lot of this happened uh, through the media through through ministers and leaders we've seen in politics and i think i think that's common see i mean um, it's progress and economic development will only happen with good mature policies and political impetus and involvement it won't happen otherwise but what do you think is the biggest challenge for that to happen today why, why is that not happening So I don't know whether it is a diversion which I've heard from many people that you know politics politicians just engage in these things to divert from the real thing that they're doing in the background mm. but the kind of issues that they are even talking about today mm. you know whether mm. it is I I don't mean to be little cast mm-hmm. or, or mm-hmm. anything but mm-hmm. you know if you really want to address the problem look at the economics of it right mm-hmm. give them opportunities mm-hmm. so look at those issues mm-hmm. don't just you know कि ये सेक्ट को वहां पे किया एंड यू नो यहां पे हो गया हो रहा है एंड देयर इज दिस इंबैलेंस यू हैव इट इन योर हैंड टू गेट रिड ऑफ दिस इंबैलेंस डू इट बट बिकॉज़ इट 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 यू नो इट हेल्प्स यू इन सम वे यू आर नॉट गोइंग टू डू दैट कम आउट ऑफ इट देयर आई वुड से देयर अ बिगर फिश इन द सी गो आफ्टर दैट देयर अ बिगर फिश इन द सी सो इंस्टेड ऑफ इंस्टेड ऑफ डाइवर्जन टू द कॉमन मैन मेबी द कॉमन मैन शुड डाइवर्ट देम विद समथिंग एल्स एग्जैक्टली Uh, sometimes it makes me believe or rather think not believe really but uh, makes me think that perhaps policy making and public leadership need to be separated yes you know? because today Very we good. expect public leadership from people who can do a flamboyant speech or who can uh, deliver uh, a sermon to a mass a crowd and create that mob frenzy mm. but they probably fail when it comes to delivery of absolutely. public policies absolutely I agree with that part that public leadership and policy makers need to be divided or separated because we do see that faction of uh, people who love mob frenzy who have a uh, sort of a rockstar followership of uh, political leaders who probably are good public leaders you know they can motivate and inspire people to a certain action but when it comes to governance or public policy making uh, we see a lot of gap between the two and I think in a way with what you said uh, that can evolve that's uh, that's a great wish list you know it's a great point to have in the <laughs> wish list now the biggest change if we can have uh, political leadership change the style uh, do you have any ideas on how common man could make that happen common man could change politics yeah, or, or the political behavior leaders? of political leaders um two things i would say mm-hmm. if without entering politics himself mm-hmm. if he wants to do that mm-hmm. um bringing unity mm. amongst you know i i or i would say 
having a sense of community having a sense of community which lacks mm. in india mm. you know you don't consider paner bhashan link rule it's mm. a community mm. regardless mm. of who stays over mm. here mm. they can be anybody right. they can be man right. woman gay right. lesbian right. Uh, they can be low caste upper right. caste hindu right. muslim never right. mind yeah but this is your community right. your community right. is not Uh, where you are born into yep. or you know that's not it this yep. is your community yeah. and once yeah. you get that yeah. set in your mind yeah. you you will not uh, or you know uh, anybody you, you know people will try to come and divide you especially yes. these politicians yes aisa unhone aisa kya right are apan bhav all that will yeah. go away that will go away that so, will go away so, so changing the divide lines into yes. something different yes right. and the key to that is to think community right right and right. whoever stays in your community right. is you belong to them and they they belong to you right you're both accountable for each other right right thick and thin just like family yeah yeah that, that's i think that that will that will change you know from these people penetrating into right like grass root yeah. where yeah you've seen yeah. you know how it happens yeah, yeah. that will that will yeah. just vanish yeah and i think that's a very important point you make because a uh, long time ago i i read something about Uh, how many lines of hate we have versus how many lines of love we can generate between people in a nation you know, being divided in terms of the caste in terms of the creed in terms of the class of people and and to bring to make us united we really have to literally search for something so something as simple as what you said you know you live in a space like this street for example can be one street a bunch of people living together and then all other lines are faded exactly. i think that will make a big impact and then everyone becomes accountable and then whoever is serving as a public uh, uh, servant there mm. is accountable to all of these people and not a certain sect in that correct uh, do you think that thinking comes from education or there are other ways to educate people with this thinking no that doesn't come from education which you get from a school mm. but education that you get from your parents mm. and uh, i guess Uh, god's grace if you are born with a certain level of empathy mm. that's how you get it mm. Mm. i don't think at least today schools are at that level no. where they can teach right. this concept to children right. no right i think that's a very important point but that puts the onus on parents today to know that if you want to build a society tomorrow that's accountable to each other's actions you have to teach your children that yes and, yes and, and, and empathy of course is a very very strong word yes necessary word absolutely you know someone else i spoke to uh, said the same thing with uh, the term consciousness and mm. and mindfulness about social mindfulness you know mm. that you are part of the society and that there are certain things that you like certain things that you dislike but if you are mindful that as part of the society this mm. is what it is if everyone can develop that absolutely you know, and and what you say is, is a very strong part of it you know where this comes from mm. um, yeah and schools today certainly <laughs> not really <laughs> What about women? What what's your vision for women in 2047? Vision for women. That's a very tricky question, Amar, because uh-huh. uh, I uh, I don't see myself or call myself a feminist. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what that word means. Okay. I don't know whether it's good or bad but I don't have a vision for women. Okay. I have vision for a person right. to be able to live up to his or her potential. Right. Period. Right. Right. That could so, be anything. So it need not be 
gender driven at exactly. any point in time but you so so in a way i i interpret that as by 2047 if we can all have this opinion of saying it doesn't matter it's a woman or a man our behaviors will be the same so basically fading out the gender line itself i think we will have achieved a lot exactly. for women yeah. considering where they are today yeah just live and let live don't yeah You know, shouldn't draw any judgment based on what gender exactly because i'll i'll tell you something it's not that women who are working have it any easy or they no. maybe what the struggle that they have gone through uh, is a little diluted with the sense of achievement that they mm. feel about mm. where they are today mm. but it's tough no. they have to take so many decisions during that time where it's tough to take those decisions mm. you know mm. so it's a woman shouldn't be pressurized to you know you know everybody else is working every woman i know is working mm. and i'm just doing this no she mm. she can be who she wants to be every person every person she yeah. can go into any field that she wants yeah. to be or not yeah. go yeah same thing for a man yeah. so i would say um it's um what works best for that individual yeah. and if that individual has decided to spend his or her life with a partner yeah what suits them the best yeah so yeah. i think that's yeah. that's a vision i have yeah. just i think i think there's a lot of power in that you know i think uh, i like that there is so much simplicity in it and and it's a subject that i have no comments on it's a subject that i have no opinion on because i am not a woman <laughs> right we we for the past century heard so much being said about women from men yes. uh, learned men explaining how a woman should live and i don't uh, comply with that i don't i I don't have an opinion about that mm. because rather I don't have anything to say about that because uh it's hard for me to be able to imagine in today's world mm. what a woman uh, grows up with the kind of gender bias that we have seen right from the beginning yes. of our lives and it's only now that we are identifying that these biases uh, exist and uh, hence I wish to ask this question to yes. all the women that i meet and <laughs> and uh, there's a little bit of learning in it for me and mm-hmm. yes for the listeners if we can have that as part of our wish list and if if something you say triggers something in someone's mind i think it's beautiful when you said that uh, that the gender line is faded like yeah, it, it has same. to be a person it has to be a person it's beautiful you have to look beyond just body parts and everything you know you yeah. have to go beyond that yeah i think i agree with that a lot mm-hmm. i have one last question to ask you before i let you go yes. And that question is a very interesting one. What one thing are you willing to start today that you think will add to the change in 25 years? One thing that you can sign up for saying, "Okay, I am I am doing this or I want to do this or I will do this that I believe in 25 years will lead to this change which is which is great for India." I I guess um coming back to my point of community, if there is anything that I could do over here or start something which will bring in that sense of community in people around her mm-hmm. and again regardless of you know where whether they stay near uh, that balaji mandir over there or mm-hmm. somebody is staying in uh, a high end society mm-hmm. you know it, that 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 should be there should be some common forum where everybody can come and just spend time as a community mm-hmm. understand each other's needs we all are interdependent mm-hmm. all are interdependent mm-hmm. no matter who we are mm-hmm. what we are mm-hmm. we need to accept that fact Do you think and it leads me to think about something do you think the current situation with covid and the logistical issues of the world right now somewhere we've started recognizing this for let's say our basic needs in terms of business in terms of products that we buy 
we're buying more local everyone's talking more about even the prime minister is talking about getting local and local uh, um i think this kind of connects those dots also so do you yes. think that we could be interdependent within a geographical location yes we can be definitely and do you see a benefit in that in the long term so uh, in terms of trade i don't know because see um you know how convenient it is today for you to order something from mm. amazon mm. so maybe not in terms of trade mm. but in uh, terms of a, of an emotional commodity mm. i think that mm. is where that change can begin where mm. you know that you are interdependent so mm. look out for each other mm. trade yes maybe sooner or later but i it'll be difficult to break the the kind of uh, logistics and supply chain and the trade route that is already set today it will be difficult to change that and a very interesting term that you use emotional commodity i i i will have to think about that <laughs> thank you for that it's a beautiful term you know I, i agree with you the point that if we can build emotional interdependency within a community uh, as in a geographical location i think there's a lot of learning a lot of experiencing in there yes. if, uh, and i don't know if maybe several 100 years ago we did have festivals designed to do the same but then slowly it got diluted into mm. ritualism and then symbolically and slowly religion took over it and then it it caused a divide more than uh, a bonding and i think even if you look back at uh, probably something that even tilak experimented with ganesh chaturthi was probably in the same line saying okay this is one way to just bring everyone together and we can achieve what we want to and uh, connections i think there is yes. the keyword yes fantastic i made a note of that as well <laughs> wonderful So 15th August 2047 you have a lot of things to think about but uh, I think what you um, what you started off with to say that India is a melting pot of culture I think that uh, a, a a point that everyone resonates with uh, uh, it's a truth we are historically thinkers you do accept and agree that uh, although we are a young and vibrant nation we uh, can get rid of our petty caste based uh, Yes. Uh, thinking and move towards the historically powerful thinking that we have uh, the ancient wisdom that we have gifted to this world anyways um in terms of your vision and the india that you imagine the one great thing that you gave me today was rich people using public transport i think that's fab <laughs> and india is a source for the best teachers and the best philosophers so yep if there's young people listening out there better start thinking right now <laughs> uh, in terms of policy and governance uh, you had to say something about getting rid of mohalla politics and the uncouth manner of what it has become today to more good mature sensible policy making for which you said empathy is a very very key point so uh, i like that and i think it's it's very very true and uh, of course the one thing that you said the sense of community i think it's a very heavy point uh, and if exercised i think we will be able to change many things yes. at a one step lead to a million kind of a thing and and i agree and i i believe in that you know my school they they taught me this when i was a little child you know that boon boon ke girne se ban jata hai sagar that point. and i agree with that in a very very strong way you know this one thing that you said if we can all just form a community in our local geographical region and do something i think a lot can happen from there on right yes. wonderful huma there's a lot that you have shared with me today <laughs> and i thank you for the time that you took for this thank, uh, thank you, you for, for your willingness <laughs> sorry you had to chase me down so many no, times fine. for this no <laughs> that's fine huma is a busy person just so you were wondering why i had to chase her I'm not one of those guys 
so yes i i um, thank you for that and i thank um, uh, your willingness and uh, a lot of valid important points and uh, i hope that this will add to the momentum that we've started with the podcast and more and more listeners know that uh, uma is one of us we are part of the same community we are all uh, in the same boat we, we're not here talking to a celebrity with uh, 1 million followers but we are talking to someone who has an equal importance in building this nation someone who has an equal contribution in terms of uh, uh, thinking in terms of opinions in terms of ideas and in terms of dreams so once again thank you and uh, i let you go so have a nice day ahead <laughs> thank you amar this is a really great experience thank you thank you Very well then that was the story and the conversation on the episode today you've been listening to Amar Kulkarni this podcast is called 100years.in it's brought to you by Radio Room Podcast and follow us on social media on Facebook and Instagram look for Radio Room Podcast stay tuned for our next episode where i bring you more guests from all over the country until then you take good care of yourself and take care of everyone around you bye bye